Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. Right now, we have some breaking news out of Florida. We have Jimmy Patron, Jimmy Patronis on. He's a CFO of the state of Florida, and he coordinated with all first responders during the Surfside uh, collapse. Jimmy, how are you? Uh, he's going to give us an update. What's, what's going on in Florida? Great. We saw some very nasty pictures. Yeah, Mr. John, I tell you, uh, it's it's like nothing I've ever seen. So. Uh, my, my job in my office, we coordinate all the first responders. So we did the Surfside building collapse. We did Hurricane Michael, Irma, and now this one. This storm is by far the biggest impact. Uh, it may be the biggest impact financially to the state of Florida because of just inflation and property values and where this storm landed. But, um, but our urban search and rescue teams, they've, they've touched over 6,000 homes. Uh, in the last 24 hours where they've actually touched them and visited them and there's nobody there, uh, they will do that till they touch all those affected. Um, and they just, they're doing amazing work, but 42,000 linemen are working right now in restoring power. FPNL's restored about a million homes in the last 24 hours and Duke about 650,000. Wow. And, uh, uh, when do you expect to, uh, to be back up in Sanibel Island? They, they, they lost yeah. the entire causeway? Yeah, so, so you're, you're familiar with the causeway. There are parts of those causeways are, are, are earthen causeways, so there was washout. So the, the, the actual bridges spans themselves are intact. So, you know, it's a matter of, of repairing some of the earthen causeway, uh, and then the, the landings on either side have to be shored up. Um, but the, the challenge you've got is, is, is the, it is now an island. And the only way you can get to it is by helicopter. You can get there by boat, but we've got heavy equipment that we've got to get out there. We've got to get front end loaders to clear the roads. So, uh, I mean, we, we, we've got a, we've got a mess on our hands, but, uh, the governor's doing an amazing job. He's working very hard. Um, the county is, you know, just doing the best we can with uh, the extreme circumstances that we're faced with. And now the storm has made landfall in South Carolina as the Florida death toll rises. I, it's just unbelievable how catastrophic this storm was. Is yeah, I, I'm at, I'm currently in the Charlotte County Emergency Operations Center right now, and and you know Charlotte County. It wasn't that long ago it was impacted by Hurricane Charlie. So a lot of the infrastructure here and also the building codes that were here were newer. So so it it, it weathered the storm better. Uh, Fort Myers Beach is probably the most catastrophic weather event of destruction I've ever seen in the history of, of, of monitoring disasters. Um, and I can I can get you some photos. I'll, I'll shoot them over to you. It's uh it, I was I went out with Task Force Two last night, and I met with them about eight o'clock, and I was with them to about eleven o'clock at night. And uh, these guys don't know the word stop. 
um, they, they're working hard, but under extraordinary conditions, just uh, devastating. So far, they're saying about 42 people died in Florida, but millions remain without power. What's the concern now for, for South Carolina? Because their infrastructure, is, I'm just looking now at some video in Charleston. You're seeing a lot of waters, people like using their canoes to get down the streets. It's uh, it's it's frightening because they're not they're not prepared for something like this. No, and, and Charleston, I guess, dodged a little bit of a bullet because it wasn't a direct hit. You know, what we saw with Panama City with Hurricane Michael would have been a considerable threat to Charleston, where you've got lots of beautiful, majestic oak trees. They, they're hard to uh, to trim because people like the appearance they add, but they, they bring catastrophic problems to the recovery process because of the debris that is caused. And when they go down and they're near a home, they'll destroy the home. So, um, you know, this is this was a big concern, but it sounds like, at least by the preliminary understanding, I had Charleston dodged a little bit of a bullet, but it's still it's still bad. And uh, it's Richard Weinberg, sir. I wanted to ask you, how do local and state officials pre-plan for situations like this when they know that this kind of environmental event is, is coming your way? How do you deal with that? Sure, sure. So, so the biggest thing is through through changing in the building codes. So it, it's, it's amazing. You can drive down parts of uh, Fort Myers Beach, and you can see the homes that were built in the last five years, they withstood the storm. The, the houses that were built 25 years ago, that were stick-built 25 years ago, the only thing left is either the slab or, or the stilts that the house was on. I mean, it just obliterates the houses. So, And that's all due 100% to storm surge. So, so one is, is increasing the building codes. That will drive up the cost per square foot. That will make homes less affordable. Uh, but this is one of the ways you make your insurance more affordable because the houses will be more resilient to the inclements of weather and destruction. Now, what happens when you rebuild a house? You, you keep your old mortgage at, uh, at 3% or you have to pay 7% for the new mortgage? That's no, an interesting that's, that's, question. That's, so what's going to happen, you know, that if your home is still under a mortgage and your carrier writes a check, it's going to be a two-party check. So, I mean, and in some cases, you know, you're trying to work with a contractor. Some banks are easier to work with than others. And, and you know, with Hurricane Michael, I tell you, I had to call so many financial institutions and just, you know, I just to shake them. I said, look, these people are trying to build their house. You're sitting on their money. You've got to release those dollars because because, you know, they'll they'll write a check for two hundred thousand dollars, but they may only own the bank forty five grand. You know, so so the 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 challenge is sometimes we, we've got to beat the banks up, make sure they release the money uh, when they're they're made whole on the mortgage, because these people want to they want to put their lives back together. You've got to over, oversee that. Otherwise, uh, they, they're, they're going to take advantage of some of these people. Oh, yeah. So, well, so my office that we do all uh, insurance consumer relations and and uh, and helping people with the claims process. So we're doing a series. This is unique to Florida. We've started doing the last few years, but we do an insurance village and I bring all the carriers in together and I have my entire team sitting there beside them and we make them work through the claims process with our with our people. And and what I've been doing here this week is as with Governor Santa standing beside me, we have been beating the heck out of all of these predators that come into the market 
who prey on, because you think about it, somebody's going to get potentially a two hundred dollars or $300,000 check from an insurance company. If they can get you to sign a construction management contract, or if they can get you to sign with, a, with an unscrupulous public adjuster, there's these different parasites that will come in, because they want to get a piece of that big check. And then, you know, th- then it just complicates everything. In some cases, they're reputable. But it's unfortunate that the, the, the bad really outweighs the good when it comes to some of this destruction because people are vulnerable and they're making poor decisions because they don't have access to Internet or cell phones or to be able to talk to somebody to get good advice. Jimmy Patronus, I like the way you talk. You're protecting uh, the consumer and protect Governor Patterson, who's in our studio here. Governor, would you do the same thing? What would you do? I do exactly the same thing they're doing. All I can think of, Jimmy, is President Andrew Jackson once said, "The banks, I'll get the banks before the banks get me. <laughs> Good to be with y'all. Thank we, you. Uh, we got to take a break. Thank you. you. Do. Keep doing great work. Thank you so much. Thank, uh, thank you, Mr. John. Take care. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.